entertaining, cool. You are listening to LA Talk Radio. We say what we want. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch. Only on LA Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. Uh, my name is Brad Remillard, and I am usually here with my partner, Barry Deutsch. Uh, Barry is uh, traveling today on business, back to do a talk on hiring to a Vistage group in uh, the Washington, D.C. area. So today, I'll be doing the show alone. I do want to tell you a little bit about Impact Hiring Solutions, uh, who we are and what we do. Basically, we're an executive search firm. We've been around for... Well, I've been doing executive search for almost 30 years and my partner, Barry, for probably 27 or 28. And we've taken our experience in executive search and moved it into a best practices hiring company. Like our name implies, Impact Hiring Solutions, we provide hiring solutions, both to companies looking to hire people. We do that through our executive search program. We do that through our in-house training programs, through our books that we've written and our products to basically help companies improve the way they hire and make an effective hiring process that attracts, hires, and retains the best talent. And on the other side, with candidates or those job seekers, our goal is basically the same as yours. How can we take our experience in executive search and worked with hundreds of and thousands of companies and bring that expertise to you to help you run an effective, efficient job search to basically help you get a job as fast as you can and get out of the job search method uh, as quickly as possible? And we use both of those ex- our experiences to accomplish that goal in helping people either hire or get hired. And it, through the same way, through our webinars, through our coaching programs, through our books, we help candidates effectively reduce their time in search. Uh, if you want to participate in this conversation, we are here every week, Monday from 11 to noon, and you can participate either with questions, with issues, with your own experiences, things that have happened to you, share those with our audience by calling 818-602-4929, area code 818-602-4929. But remember, uh, you cannot have call blocking when you give us a call. So if you have call blocking on your line, uh, you have to hit star 82 and then dial the 818-602-4929 number and you'll get through. And we'll put you on and we can have a conversation or help you with your issue. On the other hand, if you're in an environment where you can't talk or you can't don't have access to the phone right away or just don't even want to talk, send us an email. And if we can get your email on the line, we tend to get more emails than we can handle during the show. So sometimes we only ask take deal with one or two. But if it's timely, we'll try and get it on the air. And that's at uh, info, I-N-F-O, at impacthiringsolutions.com. And actually, you could use that email anytime you want, uh, even after you after the show or if you've listened to this radio show from iTunes, you've downloaded from iTunes, you've downloaded from the uh, LA Talk Radio website or from our website at impacthiringsolutions.com. You can still send us an email at info at impacthiringsolutions.com and we'll try and reply to that. 
Today, we're going to talk about a topic that everyone that goes into, into, transition, into transition or a job search deals with. And it's one that I've discovered that candidates, when they get into their job search, do more as an activity than they do efficiently, effectively, and with a goal in mind. And that's networking. Now, I know every place on the internet, there's more information out there on activity networking than just about any topic. Uh, every candidate knows whether they have, they, even if they haven't looked for a job in 30 years, the first thing they do when they get out, they go on the internet or they connect with people. And the first thing everyone says, oh, you got to start networking. Got to get out and network. Boy, you start getting it. What network? Who are you networking with? What's your network? And this word networking is going to come up within about 10 seconds of becoming unemployed. It may even happen before you're unemployed in the uh, person's office when they bring in the group, uh, an outplacement firm or someone to talk to you. Who's your networking? Now, I've been talking about networking for 10 years. In fact, I don't know, not eight, ten years ago, I set up an organization to help people with networking. It's now known as the American Association of Senior Executives. You can look it up on the web if you'd like at aase.us. It's the American Association of Senior Executives. Just the first letters and abbreviation, and it's .us, not .com, not .net, not .org, but aase.us. It's here in Southern California in the Orange County area. It's one of the largest networking groups for executives, if not the largest networking group for executives in Orange County. And we've had thousands of people, executives, go through this, work with our organization. And I've talked to hundreds, I don't know if it's, maybe it's thousands, but certainly hundreds of candidates as they go through this organization or join our organization, come to the meetings and participate and become active and involved in the organization, talk about networking. Again, because every person knows about networking when they start coming into the job market. The problem with it is, is that most candidates don't really understand how to network. They know it's about connections and meeting people and having coffees and going to networking groups and trying to get connected with these people. And most know when they walk out, when they go to their list of people they want to network with, that is pretty small. Few have more than really 20, 25 really good networking connections, not contacts, but connections. For them to get involved with or talk to. But the problem is, within a short period of time, they've run through those connections, those contacts. They've been in touch with them. They've sent them the resume. They've had the coffee or the breakfast or the phone call with them. They've gone through their list of friends and family. And now what they do, they do. Now how do they begin to engage this new group of people, let's call them connectors, this new group of people that you want to connect with or you believe can help get you in, down this path to the people you need to get in touch with. But we don't know how to do it. 
And where are those people? So what do we do? Well, we start going to every networking group, every networking organization uh, in our community in that's referred to us by uh, our friends and family and find that, you know, after a short period of time, we're bored. It's not working. It is a lot of activity. We are, after maybe, oh, two months of doing this, we're frustrated. It's not paying off. Uh, we aren't getting the results that you look for. A lot of all this high expectation uh, are not isn't working, and we need to step back and realize what's happening. What are we doing wrong? What are we doing right? We know this is the right way to go because that's what everybody's told us. But why aren't we getting the results? Why aren't we getting the contacts that we need, the job lead needs, the right referrals we're looking for? Um, what are we doing wrong? It seems to be working for other people. Why isn't it working for me? And that's what we want to talk about today because my experience has been that right or wrong, most candidates – don't go about the networking process the right way. Oh, they get involved in networking, don't get me wrong. But you know, it's like anything. If you don't do it the right way, you won't get the right output. It's the old adage that I haven't heard this for years, but it was the big when uh, technology was really booming and everybody was getting PCs and everything was working. We heard the adage, garbage in, garbage out. Now, we haven't heard that for a long time, but networking is the same way. If you don't do it the right way, you can go to every networking event on the planet. You can network from dawn to dusk and into the evening with very little results. It's because if we don't do it the right way, if we don't make ourselves stand out, it's just an activity. We're going through a lot of motions. We're going through a lot of uh, process. We're engaging a lot of people, but... We're not doing it effectively. I want to make sure that you need to effectively network. Effective network is the key to getting results. If you don't do this, you will not be effective and you will be frustrated. So let's step back a minute and look at what needs to be done. What is effective networking? What is the best way to go about this to help you? So first off, I'd like to suggest to you, stop going to all these networking meetings just because you want to get out of the house. Now, let me back up a minute. If that's your reason for going to them, fine. 
then go to them. If your whole goal is just to get out of the house or because you like engaging people and you enjoy this, that's fine. That's your goal and you're meeting them. But if your goal is to get a job, get a job lead, get referrals, then that may not be reaching your goal. And that changes everything. So I'm going to assume that your goal is the latter. You're going not because you just want to get out of the house and meet people, but rather you're going because you're looking for a job. You want a job lead. You want somebody that can connect you to this next person or company that can hire you or will have that job lead, meaning that there may be one or two you know, uh, levels uh, of connection that you have to go through, but you're going to go through these different levels to get there. It's the old Kevin Bacon concept, right? I've got to meet three people to get connected with the person I want to meet. That's what true connecting is. So when I say stop going to all these networking meetings, I mean just because there's a networking meeting doesn't mean it's the right networking media medium for you. Doesn't mean it's the right networking group for you. Just like I tell people, every job in accounting, supply chain, human resources, sales, isn't the right job for you, this may not be the right networking group for you. So the first thing to do before you can even begin to stand out in a networking group is identifying what are the right networking groups for you. One of the biggest pet peeves, for lack of a better word I've got here, one of the biggest frustrations that I encounter when I'm coaching a candidate on their job search and when I'm working one-on-one with candidates and helping them effectively run a job search is the comment that comes back, and I see this all the time on LinkedIn, I see it all the time on uh, networking announcements, and that is quantity not quality. Networking groups like to brag. Oh, we had 200 people at our networking meeting last night. 250 people showed up at our networking group. We've grown from 50 to 150 people in the last two months. Candidates like to brag, boy, I went to this network and there were 200 people there. I went to this networking group and I'll see it on their status on leak. Attended XYZ networking group, 200 people showed up. So, big deal. What does that mean to you, the candidate? What does that mean to you, the person whose goal is when going to a job networking group is to get a job, get a job referral, meet the right person? Or find a job anywhere, or connect with someone that connect can connect me with someone who can connect me with the right person. Let's step back and analyze that to begin with. Let's say that's your goal, and you go to one of these networking groups with two hundred people. 
and the person you want to meet is at that networking group. The very person who is looking for a job, the very person, I'm sorry, who's looking to hire someone, the very person you want to meet as a connector to connect you with that job lead, to connect you with that other person, to put you in touch with that HR person, that hiring manager, is at that exact same meeting. You have a 0.5% chance of meeting that person. There's 200 people. You want to meet one person. That's a 0.5% chance. Less than a 1% chance you're going to meet that person at a networking group with 200 people at it. What's the value? In all these status updates on LinkedIn and all these candidates that I've interviewed, I haven't seen one yet that says attended a networking group, 200 people attended, and I got five great connections directly to leading to a job lead. It doesn't happen. The volume isn't important. You are better off going to a networking meet with 10 people, but the right 10 people, interacting with those 10 people, and those 10 people being able to give you one job lead, one introduction to the right person. This concept that standing out at a networking event of 200 people is almost impossible. But standing out at a networking event where there's only 10 people, that's highly probable. Which do you want to be in? So when I say stop networking, I mean just that. Stop going to all these networking events where there's so many people That number one, you can't stand out. Number two, there's a low probability you're going to meet the right person. And I'll say even number three is, are the people attending the event the right people for you to meet? Is there a reason for you to go at a meeting where there are different level people that will add no value to you? Is it good to go to a meeting where you're meeting receptionists, you're meeting lower-level people or executive-level people that don't want to interface with you? What value is there? Because, again, if there's 200 people there, how do you meet the people you need to meet because you have only one goal in mind of going there? If you can't reach your goal, you shouldn't be attending it. If your goal is to meet people that can connect you or have job leads or have job connections or can connect you to the right people and you can't do it at this meeting, you need to stop going to that meeting. Change the meeting you're going to. Find the meetings with that meet your objectives and your goal. It is not about the number of people that attend. It's about Does this networking group meet your goal? And are you getting the results you need from that meeting? That's the reason for going. And that's the key mistake most candidates make when they attend a networking event. That's why you don't stand out. 
And let me just say, I want to take a little break here for a minute and let you know, if you're just joining me, if you've just attended, attended the, uh, signed in on the uh, LA, dot, LA uh, Talk Radio, let me tell you what we're talking about today. Today we're talking for, about candidates, and we're talking to help candidates stand out at a networking event. You're listening to LA Talk Radio at latalkradio.com, where every Monday from 11 to noon, Myself and my partner, Barry Deutsch, I'm Brad Remillard. We're with Impact Hiring Solutions, and you're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions Live, where we talk about hiring issues, either to help you improve how you hire or to help you get hired. As an executive search firm with over 30 years, we have been in the hiring business on one side of that coin or another. We've written two books on hiring. If you're a hiring company, our best-selling book, You're Not the Person I Hired. And if you're a candidate, our workbook on finding a job search, This Is Not the Position I Accepted, is about helping you get out of your job search as fast as possible. It's our five steps approach to an effective, efficient job search. And these tools are available to you on our website. We have a wealth of of free information, resources, and tools, whether you're a hiring manager or whether you're a candidate. If you're a hiring manager, we have a free blog with numerous articles. I think there's over 100 articles on there on hiring, sourcing, interviewing, social media to find candidates. We have a chapter from our book, You're Not the Person I Hired, a free download chapter on sourcing, one of our biggest, uh, most sought-after chapters. You can download a cultural assessment tool. One of the biggest reasons hiring fails is because people, the candidates you are hiring, don't fit into your culture. And yet, most companies and survey shows that every, most people in your culture, most people in your company define your culture differently. We can get five people that all define it differently. So we've put together a cultural assessment to have your team take to get aligned with what your culture is so you can hire people. And that download is free. All the radio shows that we've done on our audio library are free for you to download. If you're a candidate listening right now about networking, We have on our blog multiple articles on hiring. I'm sorry, on uh, networking. Just go to our website, impacthiringsolutions.com. Click the candidate section of the menu on top. Scroll down to free resources and go to our blog. Or go where it says free resources. You can download our uh, eight matrixed job search self-assessment scorecard. Are you doing an effective job on your search? Here's a scorecard. Rank it. Find your strengths. Find your weaknesses. And then build upon those weaknesses in your job search. Is your LinkedIn profile all that it should be? We have a free download to assess and help you outline your profile effectively. That's where recruiters and companies are going today to find great people. You can download for free the chapter from our candidate workbook 
on phone interviewing to make sure you have an effective, free uh, phone interview. This stuff's all free. Again, every one of our radio shows, I think there's, again, probably 70 or 80 radio shows on resumes, interviewing, networking, branding, job search effective, job search mistakes. All these radio shows are there, and they're free. All on impacthiringsolutions.com. You should go there and engage us on these free resources. We're trying to help you get out of search as quickly as possible or become an effective hiring manager and implement an effective hiring process with these tools, resources, and information available. And again, it's free. Yes, there's products there to purchase. Yes, there's additional information that you can buy to augment that. But at Impact Hiring Solutions, we even have a menu item, free resources. Can't be more blatant than that about how you can access these free resources and you can scroll down on our homepage on impacthiringsolutions.com to the what's new sections and there's links to every one of our free resources right there. So if you just joined us, we're talking about how will you stand out at a networking event. We just talked about how important it is to set the goals for what that networking event is about and then to stop going to every networking event on the planet and identify those networking events that will achieve those results. Go to a few networking events, but I would suggest some rules of criteria you might want to use as you identify these networking events that you want to be a part of. Because once you've eliminated those networking events that you've been going to and they're worthless, there's just so many people there, you're not getting the results. They're not meeting your goals. The next step is, which ones will? Where are those networking events? Maybe there's only 10 people. Maybe there's 30 people. I mentioned this group I run, this uh, uh, American Association of Senior Executives. We only have 30 to 50 people there. But if you've been to that networking event two or three times, everybody knows you. They know your background. By the time you're there, chances are you've met every single person in that group. They know your background. You've had coffee with them. Now you're getting somewhere. Now these people know you. I like to say they become your sales team. Because when a recruiter calls one of them and says, I'm looking for someone in in human resources, I know you're in accounting, but are there any human resource people you know? They know these 30 or 40 people at the AASE, and they refer them. Because now it's about quality, not quantity. Now it's about coming to the AASE where there's only 30, 40 people at each meeting, and you get to know them at an intimate, friendly, business, professional level, and you've done what we call take that contact, and you've turned it into a connection. That's the key. Maybe you have not turned it into a relationship yet, but a contact I'd rather a connection is a heck of a lot better than a contact. So step back. Look at all those networking events you're going to spending money on. Save it. Identify three, four, or five max networking events that you want to now focus on. These are the ones where there, for example, are the number of people attending 
You can get to know these people and you can build a connection with them. That is key to standing out at an, at an event. Number two, the level of people that you're networking with are consistent and will have the connectors that you're looking for at your level. For example, if you're a vice president or C-level person, C-level meaning CEO, COO, CFO, CIO, whatever that may be, doesn't do you a lot of value to be networking with entry-level marketing people, clerical-level people unemployed. I'm sorry. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just that the connections that they have probably are not going to be at the level you had. You're better off to find a C-level, VP-level networking organizations where, where their contacts, their network, can le- you can leverage into. Doesn't that just make sense? Why go to a networking event with 300 people and most of those people are at a different level than you? The, rever- the reverse is true. If you're a receptionist, an accounts payable clerk, a payroll manager – the probability is a CEO, a CEO doesn't want to network you. When you go to that meeting, they're not going to want to sit down and have coffee with you. So you've wasted your time. Find a group at your level that's small enough where you can jointly leverage each other's network. Next, I don't I recommend not networking within just your community. What do I mean by that? It doesn't make a lot of sense to go to a networking community and all the people at that networking group are unemployed just like you. So why would you want to go to a group of networking group with a lot of unemployed controllers if you're an unemployed controller? Why would you want to go to work with a group or network with a group of unemployed HR managers if you're an NHPARD manager. Do you think they're going to give you job leads? Possibly if they're really off. I mean, I'm not saying they're not, but I'm going to deal with the bell-shaped curve, not the extremes, that even a blind squirrel finds a nut. I realize that. But I'm talking about if I'm a controller, I may pass that along, may not. Now, I'll put an asterisk by this. If it's one of your five or six groups that you're into, fine. Go ahead and do it. I have nothing problem with you networking within uh, this group, but it shouldn't be your exclusive. It should be, Brad, I'm very active in five groups, and that's one of them. You should look for cross-functional teams. I'm a recruiter. I network cross-functionally, even when I'm doing a search. I'm starting a VP of sales search right now. I will talk to HR people. I will talk to financial people. I will talk with CEOs. I will talk with marketing people because these are people that interact with VPs of sales. They serve on boards with VPs of sales. They've been in executive staff meetings with VPs of sales. So it's great to get out and be cross-functional. But again, it'll be at the same level. So look for networking groups that are cross-functional. Don't only network with – try and network with with employed people. 
this is another pet peeve. I get this all the time from hiring ma- from P- Kenneth. Well, I really want to meet people that are working, people that are working. And my answer is, why? When you're working, ask yourself, how many job leads do you come across when you're looking? My guess is very few. What are the odds that that one person in that one company is going to have the job for you? Pretty slim. How much time when you're working do you spend looking for job leads? Zero. So why do you want to network with those people? Now, let's think about unemployed people. How much time do they spend looking for job leads? Eight, ten hours a day. What are the odds in eight, ten hours a day they're going to come up with job leads not right for them, but maybe right for you? How much time do they spend out networking, talking to people when someone might say to them, oh, you know, I'm not looking for a VP of sales, but, you know, I, I hear this company over here is looking for a VP of HR. More probability than employed. So don't just focus on the employed. Get involved with the unemployed, but make sure it's the right mix of people and the right number of people. Thirdly, so first was I guess fourthly, find the right size groups. If you want to focus with a group with just your functionary, make it one. Thirdly, don't just focus on the employed. Don't be afraid to focus on the unemployed. Fourthly, make sure that when you are out networking, that the groups you are involved with, you go deep in those groups, not just Going to the meetings and ham and egg in it or knife and fork. I go to the meetings, I sit there, I listen, and I leave. Go deep in that organization. Your goal is to meet people and meet connectors. The best way to do that is go deep. And you can't do that. In, when you, also, you can't do it if you violate the first rule by just going to a bunch of groups. If you're in 30 or 40 groups and you're going every single night, you can't go deep. So nobody gets to meet you. So what do I mean by go deep? I mean serve on committees. Be a part of the program committee, the membership committee. Be a greeter. Attend the committee meetings. Be active. That's where you're going to meet people. That's the whole point is going deep so you get these people to know you. You've taken that contact and by going deep into the organization, More people get to know you at a connection, maybe at a relationship level. Wow, what a concept, a relationship. Now they really know you. So go deep in the organization. Get these five or six groups and go deep to where if there's 30, now think about this. Why have one group with 150 people in it? What if you have four groups that you're deep in those groups? They know you and they know you intimately and because they're diverse, because they're not all the same people, but there's only 20, 25 people, now you got four. Now you've got 100 people who know you at an intimate level. There's a lot more value to that than going to 30 groups where there's 100 people and you can't meet the right person you know. 
This is networking. This is effective networking. This is targeted networking. This is what I like to call networking with a purpose. You have a goal. You're not – well, they're not around anymore. For us, the old-timers, video games to us were these uh, games that you have the flippers. The little ball goes up and down and uh, pinball, we used to call them. And you have these little flippers. They were mechanical, and the little light shows, and the ball went up, and it hit, and it bounced off these different spring-loaded things and then bounced back down. This is not pinball networking where you – this little ball and you hit this flipper and you go up and you bing, 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 and you bounce off all these. That's what most people do, the ping, the pinball methodology of networking. It's worthless. That's why people get frustrated. Let's change and become deep. Let's go deep in these organizations. Let's get people. I tell my client that I work with, the clients I work with, the candidates that I'm coaching, your goal is to get 100 salespeople in this community that know you and are out there selling you. Now, selling you doesn't mean truly selling you, but they know you so well that when a recruiter calls, they say, oh, you got to talk to Brad. That's a sale. When they're in a referral, they think, you know, you ought to meet Brad. He'd be really good for this position. They're selling you because you went deep. So. You want to stand out in a group? It's not about 300 people. It's about going deep where these people know you at committee meetings and they get to see you. Finally, the fifth thing is stop having coffee meetings with worthless people. Now, I shouldn't say worthless people, but you know what I mean. Worthless connections. Do you pre-screen your coffees? Do you pre-screen your meetings? Just because somebody says, oh, you ought to meet so-and-so. Do you run out and just meet them? Or do you screen that call? Do you screen that referral a little bit? This is what we do with recruiters. As recruiters, people tell me all the time, oh, you ought to talk to so-and-so. I always follow up with, oh, really? Tell me about their background. Why would you recommend that? What should I ask them for? What's their background? People have great intentions. But doesn't mean it meets my goal of wanting to get through as quick as possible. So I'll put them on my B list versus my A list. You can do the same thing. When somebody recommends a referral to you, do a little probing. Why? What should I meet for them? What's their background? What would they bring to the party? However you would want to ask those questions. But your intent is to identify those people you want to meet with right away or those people you want to put on your B list. So one more break here. I want to remind you again, if you just joined us, I'm Brad Remillard. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions Live on latalkradio.com. Every Monday to 11, you can listen to us. And if you missed this show, that's okay. A Monday, you're, you're tied up. Maybe you got an interview. Maybe you're hiring somebody. It's okay. You can download this show from our website, ImpactHiringSolutions.com, and all of our past shows. We archive every past show in our audio library, and it's broken down for hiring manager and candidate. You can get it on iTunes. And so if you can't listen to us live, these shows are available to you at ImpactHiringSolutions.com. Just go to the free resources section at the top of our homepage and go to our audio library. 
And while you're there, you'll see a whole wealth of other free resources for you. You'll see our blog, which has articles on every topic on hiring, from resumes to interviewing to branding to networking to job search mistakes. If you're a hiring manager, our blog, you'll see everything on sourcing candidates, conducting effective interviews, using social media instead of recruiters. And I'm a recruiter telling you this. You can download our free resources. If you're a candidate, you can download our free article, uh, our free chapter on phone interviewing. You can download our sample cover letter. We have a cover letter there that's free to download. That's one of the most effective tools for a, on a cover letter that we have seen, a, and we get rave reviews from candidates. You can download our LinkedIn profile checklist. Is your LinkedIn profile effective? If you're a hiring manager and you're a CEO, here's a scary one for you to download, so you may not want to download it. Do you know what the cost of a bad hire is? Have you ever calculated what a bad hire really costs the company? I know you know the direct cost, the salary, but have you calculated the indirect cost? We have on our homepage, impacthiringsolutions.com. Scroll down to the What's New section. You can download a cost of a bad hire calculator. Be sitting down when you fill this out. It's going to shock you on what the cost of a bad hire is, but it's there for you. You can download our cultural assessment. You can download our free chapter on sourcing top talent. So our website has a lot of resources available to you, and we want you to take advantage of them at Impact Hiring solutions.com so we're talking today about how to stand out at a networking event we've talked about it's quality not quantity we've given you five things i'm sorry we've also talked about what is your goal for these networking meetings do you have a goal and want expected results before you go to them because if you don't you're just going around with nothing. You need to define that goal. Then we gave you five specific things you should look at to make effective networking events effective for you to reach that goal and how you can stand out at those networking events because you're going deep and you're an active participant. And now let's talk about the final area of really how to stand out. And that is, do you really and truly differentiate yourself? Now, in today's world, we like to call that brand. Do you have a unique differentiator that makes you stand out and makes your brand unique? Have you taken a step back and identified what is unique about you and how you can effectively market yourself within these networking events. I'm not talking about specifically your elevator speech. I'm talking much broader than that. I'm talking beyond just giving your 15, 20 second uh, elevator speech. I'm talking about making you memorable. I'm talking about people remembering who you are after this event. I'm talking about even as you move from this elevator speech 
to the referral level where you really have great connections and a relationship that these people know you because they know your brand. They know what's good and bad and what's the right thing for you to when and where to refer you. They can actually become a resource for you on referrals. And there's a lot of information out there on branding. There's a book called uh, The Brand Called You. There's another book called Brand You. Two books that I like, all focusing on you making this uniqueness in yourself. As I mentioned earlier, I have this networking group, uh, American Association of Senior Executives. And we go around and do our elevator speech. And one of the things that I hear all the time and one of the things that makes them that I hate is that these people, most of them are vanilla. When I hear one CFO talk or one controller talk, they all saw the same. I hear HR talk, all sounds the same. I hear salespeople talk, all sound the same. Operations people all sound the same. They are not branded. There is nothing memorable about them. I would suggest working, and it is work, identifying what it is about you, your passion, your talents, your unique experience, your unique industry, your unique accomplishments that will set you aside from all the other like you at the networking meetings. Now when you're going to those four or five or six networking meetings with those goals in mind, with those types of events you want to attract that we talked about, those unemployed, those like-minded, those cross-functional events, those level of events, networking events you should be involved with, those different unique networking events you should be involved with, and there's only 30, 40, 50 people there, now your brand stands out. Now people think, oh, international CFO? Oh, yeah, international in medical supplies? Oh, that's Harry over here. Oh, startup CFOs Raising capital in the software industry? Oh, that's Bill. Oh, sales of custom-engineered parts? That's Mary. Oh, you're talking about someone who has a passion for organizational development and has a passion and writes constantly on developing and leadership management? Oh, you need to talk to Mary. She's outstanding at that. Now you're getting to these people where these people know you, recognize you, understand you. Because it's not about volume. It's about these people understanding exactly who you are, what you do, where you go, and what makes you great. That's the difference. That's understanding why you are going to these events and how you can go deep in these events. So let me just, in the last three minutes here, 
kind of summarize. Number one, stop going to these events that want to brag we have 200 people. Unless you're getting great results, there's not a lot of value in it for you. Target those events. Determine your, the results you want. What kind of connectors? What's the reason? Network with a purpose. Why is this event the right event for you? Go to events where there's less people, but you can stand out. 25 people that know you well at four events are 100 great people, and you'll never meet those when you're only the 1%. Identify those network events that reach the goal of what you want an event. Are they the same level of people? Are they the functional areas you want to meet? Don't eliminate service providers. That's where companies often go, is to the service providers. Are they the right types of service providers that have the connections? Identify and go deep. Serve on committees. Serve on uh, the greeters. This is where you meet people and they stand out and you'll be remembered. We remember greeters month after month after month when we meet these people. Don't just meet people for the sake of meeting people. Network with a, network with a purpose. Identify. Do a little pre-screening when somebody refers you to them. Ask them a little question about their background, why they can meet, what connections they might have. Do they know of somebody specific that you need to ask them about? Then develop a brand. What is it about you at these meetings that's going to make you stand out? Is it your passion? Is it some talent? Get a couple of books. I mentioned two of them, A Brand Called You and Brand You. There's probably others. Ask people. Now that you're at these events, ask them, have you read any great books on branding? Not, not personal branding we're talking about, not market brand, not product branding. Ask them. Get a couple of books. Begin to develop a statement that's going to make you stand out. So when someone says, I'm looking for X at a networking meeting, and you've got these four or five or six networking groups of 20, 25 people. They know you intimately. You come to mind. That's how you turn and you become effective at networking. Networking is not about volume. It's about quantity, quality rather. Networking is not about who dies with the most business cards. Networking is about who has the best business cards, who has the best Rolodex of people that will lead you to your goal. Either one level of separation or two levels of separation, doesn't matter, but they're going to lead you to that connector that's going to get you the job. So I look forward to hearing you, seeing you, listening to you or talking to you hopefully next Monday at 11 to noon, every Monday, 11 to noon on LA Talk Radio, we talk about what's important to you. Hiring people or getting a job. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch. Only on LA Talk Radio. 